insights from the world's best medical minds. This is therightdoctors.com. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Professor Dr. Subhash Khanna, uh, past president of uh, Indian Association of Gastroenterology and Surgeons and present trustee. I'm also in charge of the COVID-19 task force of IAGS. I bring all my good wishes to all of you and you are listening to me on the rightdoctors.com, India's leading medical knowledge platform. Well, we all need all the blessings of God Almighty because we are all passing through the worst pandemic of this century, which is sweeping across all the continents. There are many myths and many doubts because the COVID-19 being a novel virus, a new virus for about which nothing was known about a couple of months back. <clears throat> there are many speculations and a lot of work is going on and uh, whatever guidelines, recommendations we are coming up are all on the basis of very short-term studies. These are all emergency recommendations in emergency guidelines. Uh, so we do not know much about it, but the fact remains that it can spread and can kill hardly. And hardly we have any authentic drug as of now. And even we all know, I think now today, uh, the media is so strong that we all know that uh, even to date, till today, there's no vaccine available for this. The treatment as such is all supportive. What is the need of the R for the doctors and for the people <clears throat> at large at this R? For the doctors, the healthcare workers, the municipal workers, all of us and the media, our duty is to save the society and to save ourselves. We must know that to make a doctor, to be a doctor, it is a long journey, 10 years you need to be a doctor. Similarly, everything, the ventilators, the medicine, anything can be purchased, but it's impossible to get back all your trained paramedical staff. We know almost 20% of the paramedical staff have suffered from the corona in the West. So knowing fully well that uh, this is infectious, contagious, and can be transmitted so fast to caregivers, we have to be very, very careful. India is a country we all know that the rules are flouted. We hardly follow the rules, which when we go to the West, we all are very sincere and follow. So looking into that, looking into our literacy rate, uh, we have to teach, it's our duty to teach and to uh, say to it that we can tell our people, we can convince our people, even it's all, uh, our duty also, apart from the duty of the government, to make them understand that the lockdown is for us, for you, for all, for your parents, for your elderly people at home, for your children, and for the pregnant mothers who are at home. So lockdown is not for, not like keeping you inside the jail. People have not understood yet this as yet. Now, this lockdown, again, there's a myth that on the 3rd of May, when the, 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 our, our honorable prime minister has said that the lockdown is extended and 4th May, people are expecting that the lockdown would be over. That does not mean the coronavirus is completely eradicated. Uh, eradicated. After that also, there are 
and we have to follow all the norms, rules, guidelines, advice, and suggestions given by the government. I bow my head to our government that this in this country where people it's very difficult to reach the remotest corner of the country. We have been able to reach the government has been able to reach the remotest corner of the country, the poorest of the poor, and we have tried to educate. We are trying to uh, divide for the safety of the patient, for the safety of the hospital staff, uh, the hospitals into COVID-19 and non-COVID hospitals. Very, very important. This is the model which we have followed in our state in Assam. It have only one mortality and only uh, 35 positive cases so far. And this is the model which everyone in all the states and all the governments uh, should follow. The second thing which we had followed is triaging the patients. The patient is triaged in the ambulance itself by, a, by a, of our office manager or a manager on duty who takes an interview of the attendant, takes the, the common history. Are you from, uh, just to find out whether he is from uh, a red zone or has he, the patient had fever, cough, breathing difficulty, any loss of appetite, loss of, uh, in, uh, loss of smell, all these common features of uh, common clinical uh, symptoms of corona. If not, if the still have patient having fever, patient is brought to the trias area, and we, which is outside the emergency department, so that the emergency department, all the people are not infected. And in the trias area now, if the patient is afebrile, he can be brought after assessment by the uh, resident medical officer to the emergency. If he's still having fever, RMO with a complete protective gear uh, attends the patient. So I think a division of the hospitals in COVID and non-COVID before are taken up for any procedure or admitted in the hospital is very, very important. Simply by locking, by locking down the hospital is not going to help us. If the government hospitals are full of uh, corona patients and the private hospitals where one accidental patient goes also is locked down, where are, we, where are the people going to go? They cannot fly out of their state or the, or the city because of the uh, non-availability of the, of the flights. Now, this over, the next important point we have to remember is we might criticize the government for uh, not supplying enough or not bringing enough ventilators, but, but we must know that do we have enough doctors and nurses for these ventilators? We are asking for 5 lakh, 50,000 ventilators in the state, 5 lakh ventilators for the country. Where are the intensivists who will run these ventilators? So that means we, even if we get the full, the best of the equipment today, we will not be able to save our patients unless and until the people understand the social distancing, understands the hand hygiene, understand how to uh, stay at home and stay safe, understand uh, and those people also treat their other family members who are at home there. And uh, so this is very, very important for all of us to understand. I must appreciate many NGOs from different parts of the country and the world who have come forward at this hour of need to look after this society, the various needs of the society, of all sections of people of the society. 
uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, before I conclude uh, about uh, how we will be practicing surgery, what will be the future of a surgeon, how we will be practicing endoscopy and other complex surgeries, advanced robotic surgery, the first role today is we need to avoid any routine surgery because we are trying to conserve our resources for uh, actual crisis when we need all these uh, the the PPEs, the protective the face shields and the mask. If at all I have to treat a patient, the treat patient must have an emergency, uh, real emergency. Uh, if I don't treat him, if the patient is not treated within 24 hours, his he, his mortality and morbidity will be high. In knowing that, only he should treat. If a appendicular perforation, if he has a um, gangrenous hernia, if he has a septic cholangitis, he has shock, or he has an obstructive uropathy, uh, um, then uh, we may um, we may have to put uh, put uh, do a bypass or put a stand or put a drain so that uh, so that uh, his life can be saved. But semi-emergencies can wait for a few weeks, like a doubtful cancer which is resectable, but not much. And definite cancers, uh, definite and other definite surgery can be postponed for the time being. But the all sections of the society must understand surgery, practice, medical mm, profession may be little expensive for the days to come for at least a couple, three to six months as because the surgeons, the doctors will be handling patients with a lot of precautions with all personal protective equipment for the surgeons and the paramedical staff. So I, I once again uh, want to tell everyone, to all the listeners who are present in this forum while listening to us, that there is no need to worry. You have to understand there might be silent, silent, uh, silent carriers, 80% of the patients are asymptomatic. Most of them, they develop immunity and, uh, and uh, they survive hardly. There's not much of mortality except in very elderly people. So need not be frightened. The doctors, the healthcare workers, the health professionals, the governments, the uh, all other support, supporting people, the municipal people, they're all there to to look after your safety, your health, and they're all there to protect. It's better you follow all the guidelines given by the by us, by the government agencies. Once again, I wish you all, uh, I wish you a safe passage through this turbulent time of ours. And stay blessed. Thank you very much. Insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the right doctors.com.